Hello, Gasaholics. This is Hot Rod Bob, and you've got gas once again. The Great American Auto Scene. Since 1990, your source for automotive information, some humor, and commentary, as usual. All right, one of the things that's coming up right now that everyone is talking about, regardless of where you live, is California's mandate that residents will no longer be able to buy gasoline or diesel-fueled vehicles after 2035. And there's a big controversy about this, and I understand it completely. Now, I am not necessarily a fan of electric vehicles, although they have their purpose. Golf courses, retirement communities, well, you get the idea. An electric vehicle is a vehicle, plain and simple. The power plant is an issue for some. But think about this for a second. The same issue occurred when the monkey motion engines were introduced. Now, I say monkey motion because the Ford Flathead fans were not in favor of the Oldsmobile, the Cadillac, and the Studebaker overhead valve V8s that came out in the late 1940s. Now, the Flathead was the king of horsepower and lightweight, affordable engines. Well, not really lightweight. They were a lunk of iron. But... The same controversy existed then, the overhead valve V8s versus the flatheads. What did you go with? You went with what you wanted to. Hot rodding is all about innovation. Now, there's a lot of controversy over last year's SEMA introduction of the popular hot roddings 57 Chevy that was converted from its gasoline power to electric motivation. Now, it didn't quite hit the targets that they were looking for. It wasn't a quick vehicle. It was okay, but it was not as quick as it was with a gasoline power plant. Okay, take some refining. you got to remember, it's not a factory-built vehicle any longer. This is hot-run ingenuity, and it takes time to catch up with technology and learn and understand it. Now, I have said I'm not a fan of the electric vehicles. I'm not against them either, but it should be your choice, not a mandate by the government as to what you drive. Now, will cars get more interesting as this mandate goes into effect? Guaranteed. No question about it. Chrysler's already announced a new Dodge Charger or Challenger, I forgot what they're going to call it, a two-door, electrified, that will rival its Hemi-powered brethren. Okay. For what purpose? What is it going to rival it in? Acceleration? No doubt about it. Now, currently at Irwindale Drag Strip, where many of you know I work, we have had a number of Teslas come out running five-second ETs in the eighth mile. And this was right off the street. These don't have race tires. There's no preparation other than what the factory, and that's Tesla, has in, put in these vehicles. Now, this is still an amazing time. When you think about it for a second, your blown Challenger with 707 horsepower isn't running those ETs stock. Now, you can get them down to the thighs, but it takes a lot of work and it takes a lot of effort. Suspension, engine modifications, change the pulley to the blower, many other things can be done. And you can get those Dodges into the fives, the high fives, but it takes a lot of money and it takes a lot of work. The guys who have the Teslas 
Well, they punch a button, they download a program, they pull up to the starting line, hit the throttle, hit the brake at the same time. It goes into race mode and gone. All-wheel drive digs in, no traction issues. They don't have to do a burnout. They're just plain gone. And they run high fives, low six-second ETs with nothing else done to them. Now, once these guys catch on that they can change tires, they can change wheels, they might even be able to change gear ratios based on tire size. You know, redneck quick change, change your tire size, and you alter your effective ratio. Can be done. Now, a lot of people still complain about these electrified vehicles, and they say, oh, I'll never do this, and that's a, you know, it's blasphemy, it's this and that. It is hot rotting in its purest sense. It's taking technology of today, just like we've done with fuel injection, and adapt it to our vehicles. Will I ever put an electric motor in one of my vehicles? Not likely. I'm too old to screw with that kind of stuff at this point. But is it a feasible option for me? Yeah, it actually is. And I could do it. Now, the biggest problem comes about when you're going to charge these things. Now, Claire Lynn says, uh, <laughs> oh, well, so much for Claire Lynn. Anyway, <laughs> electrified vehicles. It's hot rodding technology if you take it and put new technology in your old car. Just like the guys that put Chevy small blocks in Fords. Chevy small blocks in Mopars. Mopars in Fords. No one's complained about a Hemi stuffed into a 32 Ford. Except for the Ford purists. Hmm. Now, I've had Mopar purists get upset with me because I put a Chevy in my Plymouth. Yeah, same thing. If I put an electric motor in my Plymouth, would they have complained? You betcha. Unless, possibly, I used the new one coming from Chrysler. Now, think about that for a second, guys and gals that are watching, because I have a few of both. Good morning, Bobby Z. How are you doing? If you take an electrified powertrain from a new Chrysler product, and they're coming out. Ford's already got them in the trucks. Chevrolet's got them in the trucks. Let's just say you take that brand. You take a Chevrolet electrification from a Chevy pickup truck. You put it in your Tri-5 Chevy. David, would you do that to your Chevy? Not likely. But it is pure and simple hot rodding. Taking new technology and adapting it to old technology. That is what hot rodding has always been about. Whether it's piston power, turbine power, turbochargers, superchargers, or electrified motors. It's hot rodding, pure and simple. You don't have to like it to do it. You don't have to do it. But it is an option. It is something that is out there. And it is something that's going to happen more frequently and more often. And once the mainstream gets a hold of this and they get it right, you'll see more and more people gravitating to it. At SEMA last year, there were two or three different manufacturers providing retrofit electric motors to a vehicle. Yeah, it happens. Gar says he's going to stick with his small block or big block Chevy in his 56 sedan delivery, and I don't blame him. David Wyckoff says, no, nah, I'm not going to do this. And many of us older people are going to say that, and we're going to do that. The younger hot rodders that are coming along 
are probably more receptive to this, just like they were more receptive to turbocharging and other new age modifications, such as fuel injection. Took us a while to get into that, didn't it? Morning, Alan. How are you doing this morning? So you think about this. Hot rotting. What is it all about? It's about upping the technology, moving things forward, changing up what a manufacturer did. It's something that's coming. It's something that's going to be happening. And it is hot rotting, pure and simple. I'm Hot Rod Bob, and you've got gas electrified for today. Thanks for tuning in. And if you like gas, please like and share. You're going to find this on YouTube a little bit later on. Uh, Anchor FM, Apple, and many other podcast sites. Please like and share. I do appreciate it. Take care. And Dar's asking me, are we going to be able to do this and charge it? Well, that's my problem. And one of the reasons I'm against electric forced on me, I don't have any place to charge a vehicle. I'd have to go to a mall or some charging station and spend an hour or two charging my vehicle after I use it. So think about that. Yes, David, this is a shocking, shocking, very shocking, controversial situation. Hope you liked it, though. Have a great day, everybody. I'm Hot Rod Bob, and you've got gas. And if you listen to me on a regular basis, you are a gasaholic. Have a great day, everybody.